Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You just want them to feel like they've bought into the process that you're discussing that you're trying to fix. And I think that's why people... In, especially in Memphis, are like, this Draymond thing is ridiculous. It is like, absurd. He, there's no contrite anything on this, and no. it never has been. It's 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 complete garbage. I have it's, thoughts it's on ridiculous. this that we, we may have to get into the next, right. in the next segment. Maybe we'll ask Gabe about it. Maybe um, so. But I'm, I, this this receipts of Jaw thing, I think it's... I just thought of, it was a bad take. I think it's a terrible take. Yep. I, I don't... There's it's not, a non-Memphis thing to say. Clearly, she doesn't understand what's going on here. There has just not been one ounce of evidence that said that he has balked at the at this 25 game suspension none, to like none. to like fight against this he has accepted it and publicly in his comments has been like accepted it and i and when he said you know i don't regret anything because i learned lessons i needed to be taught this yep. and so but and and the talk of like the best players in the nba he has not been mentioned in these and he, that's we, it we all know that's crap Yes, which and, is why I never bought it when he said, I'm not going to try to be set in records yesterday. He said that at the press conference, or he said that last Friday yeah. before. The, I never believed that. Yes. No. 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 He's You're going to try to punch one, on, bro. He's coming out <laughs> flaming. No. And Thursday with the Indiana Pacers, it'll be the same way. Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't, that, that's just a bad take. That's a, yeah. that's a weird take. That's just somebody, maybe they, she had to be the contrarian on yep. the show. <laughs> JR Moore there. It's Brad Carson. We're in for Jason and John. We've talked for two hours about two big time basketball teams, yes, we have. both of them in our city. So we thought next we'll uh, bring back the rundown. We didn't get a chance to do it with Parth in studio. And uh, shout out to Greg Anthony for coming on from TNT. That Absolutely. was fun to have Running him on. Rips. Yeah, it was really, it was part of my childhood there. Um, Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium deal soon to be done, it looks like. Could be in university care and or they'll be the proprietors of that new establishment. And then Florida State, ACC or not, we'll talk about that and more next on The Rundown on 92.9 FM ESPN. With the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Yep, uh, the holiday party is going on now for 92.9 FM ESPN in Odyssey, Memphis, believe it or not. I, I, I do they're, believe it. They're at Owen Brennan, so you can crash the party right now wait. if you're on Poplar. Just hang over. Go over there. You can hang out with 92.9 personalities right now. That's why we're here. Uh, <laughs> let's start off with the story. We haven't even touched on this because we've been talking about the Tigers, rightfully so, and the Grizzlies. Simmons Bank, Liberty Stadium. While all this was going on, you had these tweets coming in from the reporters from both the Daily Memphian and the Commercial Appeal and other outlets from the city council meeting yesterday, Memphis set to vote to give the University of Memphis Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, literally, give it to them. Now, that doesn't include the Liberty Bowl land and all that stuff. Right. This is the stadium yeah. 
to the University of Memphis. City Council voted 8-2 to two on Tuesday to approve conveying ownership of the stadium to Memphis, University of Memphis Auxiliary Services Foundation, that's the official title, and $120 million, that's the state funding, to help with the $220 million in renovations, in addition to Fred Smith donating 50 milzo, which it got testy there in the meeting because you had several different entities involved with the current Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl being one of them, the other being Fred Jones. Yeah, what's Fred Jones' deal? Fred Jones wants to own the everything. He wants the Southern Heritage Classic to own the Liberty Bowl. And I said, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm I'm joking, but I'm joking. And I respect Fred because he's created himself. He also is the proprietor and the main guy behind the, uh, the Southern Heritage Classic, which is wildly successful and important to the city. But it got a little testy last night uh, mm-hmm. with, with him suggesting that he didn't have all the details, was concerned about how this would, would go on. And the University of Memphis and their committee has assured him and the folks from the Autos of Liberty Bowl that they would uh, have a continuing contract. Um, they would be part of the process and running the place. But they're going to obviously do the maintenance on it. They're going to do the renovation. And Gabe talked about this yesterday, and we can ask Gabe about it because he played in Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. He has a, an invested interest in that team. We all as Memphians have an invested interest in that team and that stadium. But short of having an on-campus stadium, which they're not going to have. Not, uh, to, my, my, to my dismay, they're not going to have it. And I was always on favor of blow stuff up and move land if you have to, and everybody yells at me for that. I'm so that's you. a terrible take. But I now will shovel it and bury that take because it is over. They will run the uh, yeah. 55,000 seater right there in Orange Bound. And I, I think it's the best option for them if that's the way they're going to go because this gets the funding uh, in order. It, Fred donates money. Memphis, who's the main tenant of that yeah. thing, gets to run it. And usually you care more about stuff when you're just living in a place. Absolutely. When it's yours, you, you tend to – when something breaks, you want to fix it when it's yours. Yeah. And if it's not, then, then... Then it's just not. Then it's just not. It's just not. Like, you can talk about the window being dirty or the, yeah. the window needs replaced, but it, there's something different when it's your maintenance crew. Right. And, and I know we're, we're sort of talking about this on a surface level. Jeff talked about the press box. That's not even the main thing. I actually sat in one of those boxes across the way, and they're actually pretty nice. I've always thought that the Liberty Bowl gets a bad rap personally and maybe it's because you know i've only been here 20 years i haven't been here 50 years mm-hmm. and maybe i just haven't been to enough football stadiums but i mean i go down to mississippi state um i used to go to football games in st louis where the rams played at the edward jones dome you know i i in vegas unlv plays in a pro stadium but they played in a dust bowl for 30 years right okay so that's that's an anomaly we don't have an nfl franchise so I tend to think we overstate how bad Liberty Bowl is. I mean, maybe a little bit. It's old, and the concourses are pretty terrible. They're old, um, and, and they're built for people from the 1960s. There, there's no bad seat in the place. Sightlines, We've great. heard it. A mil- <laughs> and, that, and, and I know that it's a joke, yeah. but it happens to be true. It is true. I mean, and I, was, I, mean, I went to the— uh, It's because there's la- no angles. Last year, I went to the Memphis football game at Navy. Yep. At the Naval Academy? Yes. It's a 34,000-seat stadium. It's small, but it's awesome. It's great. But Although I'll say their concourses are really small, too. Yeah. But, it, but it, once you're in there, it actually looks nice and looks nice in the stadium and feels good. Um, I'm a, listen, I'm, gonna, I'm planting my flag here now. I've already planted it uh, on, on Twitter X. I'm planting it here You've now. Put it on X so it's official. Tarp those seats. 
tarp. <laughs> we're going well, to tarp those seats. I think the Reno is gonna is gonna take some more seats out, and maybe they can corner it so that it look. Dude. The thing about tarping is you want it to look cool. Too. You want it to look good. So have you? Uh, I saw this um, this year. UCLA at the Rose Bowl because okay. the Rose Bowl is massive. Yeah, dude, the entire end zone is massive. Where it's UCLA. Yeah, on each end zone, and it looks good because it's they're huge. It's all tarped. It's all tarped. Yeah. They're huge. It's a school colors, and it has their sponsor on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baylor also tarps the end zones, and they use massive tar. You know, they they cover. They don't like tarp a section of it and yeah. then let somebody sit below it. They ma- put massive tarps to where it's. Also, branding. So when you have the aerial shot of your There's an Adidas stadium, logo. There's your logo yeah. and your school's brand and mm-hmm. your school's everything. Or tar- if, you, if you're like, well, we don't want to force people to look into the sun on the visiting side, well, then tarp the upper part of that bowl. One side. And therefore, you. I, what, I, it's, yeah. a, it's one of the Toyotas. One mm-hmm. of the Toyotas is a sponsor for the Tigers. On Chuck Hutton? Maybe so. So put Memphis Tigers and, and the Toyota, whoever it is. Yep. Dude, the stadium's too big. There's a... There's... There is a way you can do this and make it look good, make the stadium look good with attendance, yep. and make it look classy uh, and clean, and have good branding. They should tarp. I the think it's a, it's a good for the the Tiger season. I will say that will it will be a full seats. stadium for tarp the AutoZone Liberty Bowl on December 29th at two thirty. Yeah, they, they will not, the They will Bowl. take the tarps off. They will sell you a ticket right now at Liberty Bowl. I'm talking for Tigers home games. Yeah, unless I think you it's have a smart game idea. day coming in. The real challenge is, and you're right. I I hear you. Um, like. When the and I hate to admit this, I'm a freaking XFL fan still. I was watching the Battlehawks. Love it. Okay. And the Battlehawks in St. Louis, the one cool thing when you have a stadium tiered off like that yep. is you don't see the upper deck. Right. You can totally black it out. Yes. And then if you fill 35,000 in the lower bowl, it looks full. It looks full on TV. And that's really what we're talking about. We have enough like evidence over a decade yeah. of football games to even when at the Tigers at their zenith mm-hmm. with that. Okay, max what we're gonna maximum we're gonna get forties is forty maybe forty two thousand yeah. yeah. maximum yeah. The, so let's just say, and we know that that's over a decade of evidence, yep. and that's at the Tigers at the best it's gonna be. Really, re- what we're really looking at is thirty. Yes. Let's wipe out fifteen thousand seats. I think that's fair. If you, when you do this renovation, let's take out some stuff. If you do, I mean, it, it, let's tarp fifteen thousand. Can seats. we take out one of the end zones? Take out it. Make it a U. Make it a make horseshoe. It a horseshoe. Actually, horseshoe stadiums are fun in Come my on, opinion. Come on, man! Everybody clowns, but the, here's the tr- truth about this: the new research suggests this is where it's going. Yes. Like people want to go to UCF and see the bounce house because it's twenty five thousand people right. jumping up and down and moving the stadium. That's exactly right. Yeah, but I think Memphis is heading in the right direction. I think the stadium. Stadium deal is good. There was some grandstanding going on. It's, I, I think they're going to get through that. I do too. I th- but I think I think when they get to take care of it and yeah. th- and they can make it look nice yes. and do all their own stuff, I think the stadium's going to look nice. It's going obviously with the renovation. Yeah, it'll be good. The stadium's going to look good. It's going to be great. It's going to have. It's going to be a great place to see a game. Yep. I do just. I just want them to cover some seats. <laughs> Only make 40, 45,000 seats available, and then suddenly the place feels like it's jamming. I like it. And your it idea. looks great. Yeah. Next story. All right. So, our boy Aaron Rodgers, he's finally admitted <laughs> after tearing his Achilles in the first game of the season that he's not going to play again this year. Oh. He's finally admitted it. That's really, you know, I never saw that coming. I you mean, who would have uh, thunk that we <laughs> have, again, back to the years of evidence of how yeah. long it takes to recover from an Achilles uh, rupture? Yeah, we, we do have research on this. We have research that yeah. says it's going to take this long, but that Aaron Rodgers. 
He's inoculated and he knows better. So, like, I, I you, we talked about this before the show. I think a lot of this is pumping up all the talk show stuff he's doing now because, like, nobody wants to hear about Rodgers when he's not fixed to get on the on the field. No, I, I mean, yes, all joking. The, the McAfee as, stuff. All joking aside, this is this is so well done on his part of keeping his yes. name on the tongue and on the forefront of everybody's brain. Yes, they're like. He's played four plays this season. <laughs> four. Yeah. And he's still been... Relevant. R- so super relevant um, that like he has like a cam following him yes. on the on the Jets sideline in their pregame. I, no, just him throwing balls gets people excited without even buddy, moving. This is, a, this is a page out of the Donald Trump, Donald Trump playbook. <laughs> it is. It's it kind of is like Donald keep Trump. Keep yourself in the conversation. How do I stay relevant in the conversation? Yeah. And it's... It's, it's so it's a well boss move. It is so well played. Yeah. Like so, as annoying as it is, he's he also accomplished exactly what he was yeah. trying to accomplish. Where don't forget about me. I'm not going to play it again until next year. But don't forget about me this year, so that we can, uh, I, so that I'm still relevant uh, of a player. The Jets have accomplished nothing this year. That's the wild thing. I will say, I did not like Aaron Rodgers going into the season, and then I watched. And this is you can tell I'm a sappy fan. You watch Hard Knocks. I, I fall for this stuff. I fall for all the Hollywood packaging and the voice guy and the autumn, win, you know, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So I'm watching these Aaron Rod with my 15 year old, and we're watching the, the the Hard Knocks stuff on HBO. And you just you, you're watching. And you're like, man, you know, Aaron, he's kind of cool. He's <laughs> Look how cool he is, and look at him taking the the, the backup quarterback under his wing, and everybody likes Aaron yep. Rodgers. Look at how good looking it. Look at his look at his calves, and yep. he's just a stud, man. I think I like Aaron Rodgers. And then he'll say something, and you're like, man, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> like he he does have a, like a, a bit of a dichotomy to where he's like, yeah. he, you you want to like him, and like he seems I like really kind of want to like the dude. Be like a cool guy to hang out with, yeah. and then he also does something that's like super arrogant, super smartest guy weird. in the room. Yeah, and you you find him <laughs> annoying. Do you think he's going to have the same effect, similar to Jaw with the Grizzlies, and how it changes oh, just the entire vibe and the way the rest of the team carries themselves? Great question. The answer is him, yes. Yes. In football, um, there's so many players on the field. Yeah. But like, do you think just the addition of a very good? Fair. I mean, he's old. He's a wizard. He he's is a, like John Morant when he throws a football. Yes, he's old, but he's still really and good. And he's very smart. Like his the way he he calls a game. Yeah. The way. So the answer you think to me the is the whole jet. Like yes. I mean, I hate this as a Dolphins fan. I don't. I want them to always be terrible. But <laughs> right? but do you? I mean, do you feel like he? Yes. The that tangible, drastic of a change. Now the problem is he is going to be less mobile, and he was already not mobile. Right. So like it's going to be dicey for him. That's why I was always skeptical of him getting back on the field this year. But yeah, you know, I do think he's better for football. The Jets, when the Jets are good, it seems like there's a vibe there that people seem to be more amped up. You know. And this was the most relevant thing they had, which was, and now it's going to be, are they going to keep Robert Sala? Because there, there was, I was reading some stuff on this today. Like, if you take away Robert Sala, you really embolden, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I, or or, I mean, or maybe, do you not? Well, I think it's How does, possible. What's you're, the vibes if you take away Sala? I, I think you're emboldening Rodgers by keeping him. Rodgers has been publicly talking about how much he respects and likes mm-hmm. Sala and Nathaniel Hackett. And uh, of course, he Woody, loves what's, it, what's the GM's name? Woody Woody Johnson. Yeah, that's um, the owner, right? That that how much he likes those guys, yeah. and that you know they were the one, obviously the ones responsible for him coming there. And so I think if you get rid of them, yeah, did you run the risk of like 
the unhappy Aaron Rodgers like he was in Green you Bay. Keep, you keep it like be- it is. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I feel like those guys are going to get another year mm-hmm. based on just take, giving it a chance with Rodgers. Yep. How does it work with Rodgers? I just wonder, does, does the rest of the team uh, lose confidence yeah. in Sala? Like, do they lose the locker room? Before Rodgers ever had the Even chance hits to the get field, there. Yeah. yeah. We'll uh, we'll skip my Florida State thing because it's inevitable that Florida State's going to leave the ACC, I think. But when? But when? Then 2035? <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I, you know, we talked about, I guess we can just quickly on, on conference expansion and realignment. You know, Chip Kelly's had some comments. Florida State, there's rumors that they're talking about wanting to get out of their deal with the ACC if they can. They obviously are out of the college football playoff. But I did think Chip Kelly from UCLA made some good points yesterday about a 64-team you know, sort of super conference. He did. The main thing I liked, Chip Kelly yesterday, if you didn't hear this, said he thinks that football should be separate, especially for, for high D1. We're talking yep. about these best 64 teams. Because, you know what, the volleyball team doesn't need to travel from Los He's Angeles right. to Champaign, Illinois. He's right. And, I mean, you know, it's like the whole Notre Dame is playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. Yep. They're in a conference for everything except football. Well, they figured it and out. And look at their schedule. Like, look at, honestly, look at how interesting their schedule is. It looks like a gauntlet. Yep. But it's, su- they play nothing but good games. Yep. Every game they play is relevant in a, in a game you want to watch. Now, think if you had every Power 5 football team doing that. And then, and then the regional. And operating like these 64 big time, almost yes. pro team. Yes. And, yeah. the re- and then your other sports are in regional conferences yep. that matter with the rivalries that matter. It makes sense. Honestly, yep. I-, I think he's kind of on point here. The only thing I would add in is relegation. Oh, yeah. Is that the group of five schools can play their way into the big boy conference. Like, you know, take your bottom five. Will you go up or down based on your performance? Yes, the, of, of the, of the, Do you like that? You like that, too? I love, I love it. it, too. It motivates you to, to care yeah. and to try. And it gives you hope. If you're one of the group of five, yeah. that would give you hope to be like, listen, if we're the... If we're the top three teams in group of five, yep. we can bounce up to the big boy stuff next year and make a bigger paycheck. And if you're, let's say, I mean, I hate to pick on them. No, let's just say for it. Vandy. Yeah. Who is consistently one of the worst power five schools. <laughs> at football. At football. Yeah, at football. Yeah. Not at, yeah. not at, yeah, uh, not, not the regional stuff, not yes. their SEC stuff. Yeah, not, they're, not they're their baseball. baseball. is like right. awesome. Baseball. Well, we're talking about football. No, you're, you're, you're right. That they're, uh, you know, consistently So the relegation three. for these 64 teams. Yes. So the rele- they relegate to now group of five. And yeah. in order to get back, you got to win and get back. I think that would be. It works in awesome. soccer, at least over in Europe. And it, it just, it makes all the yeah. sense in the world. And I think we're on La La Land if you're going to the Pollyanna days that college football is about these sort of, it's, it is a money, it is a machine, it is quasi-pro. It's I think all we're closer things. to what Chip Kelly's saying than, than not. I, I hope so. I mean, they, they're not going to do relegation. He said it in, when he made the statement, though. He said it's too logical. That means they'll probably not want to do it. That's true. You know? So unless but, you can get because because the people who make the most yeah. money are not going to take less money to make this happen. And I think to make sixty four teams happen, you're going to have to take less money. Like somebody is. Like we're talking about with those local games I spoke of earlier. <laughs> Sometimes when you are in a position of power and an organization. You're following me here, yeah. and I'm sure the listeners are too, without me directly saying it. Sometimes you don't like change when you're making that kind of dollar. That's exactly right. We're all like that. That's exactly so right. It the makes answer sense. to all your questions is money. Follow the dollar, <laughs> Follow including the dollar. Florida State and the uh, conference realignment talk there. There, we got it in. Real quick, uh, I want to get this in about Jelly Roll. Yeah. Next story. So my buddy Jelly Roll, I'm sure a lot of y'all know who Jelly Roll is, uh, if you're a country music fan or even a hip-hop fan. Uh, he continues to be the, one of the wildest people I know in that he uh, 
consider and yep. openly calls himself the representative for white trash America, <laughs> but also has a fantastic heart and is like, and that he just he stated yeah. uh, that he wanted to do the biggest toy drive in the city of Nashville, yeah. and a lot of people say something like this, and then they may deliver on some stuff, but he put his money where his mouth is and delivered entire semi truck of toys. To the last minute toy store in Nashville. That's beautiful. Almost 8,000 toys God. he delivered. He's powerful. Um, which is incredible. When yeah. To say you're going to do it and then do it. Yep. Like that, that's well, a heck of a charitable gift. And, and you know, in a holiday season. It's awesome. Uh, now, he's become like a big deal in Nashville and obviously here totally. in Memphis. Uh, we play him on our country station, The Wolf. Um, and while we're on the subject of giving, I must give a shout out to the folks over at the river. They actually, all of the kids at the, the Boys and Girls Club of Memphis are going to get a toy this year because the river, That's they, awesome. they, they got that many toys over there at, at Saddle Creek. So uh, shout out to the river too. Shout out to the river. But, uh, Jelly Roll is like a radio station all in unto himself. I he mean, really the guy is. is. He's just become a phenomenon. He so. has definitely become a phenomenon. He, like, and I, you see him on Twitter. And there's people. Yeah. He has his haters, and it's starting to become publicly. People say he ain't country, and what does it matter? Is no, whatever. No, whatever. It doesn't it's matter. It's all changed. I just think he's a like he is a fascinating cat. He man. is a fascinating yeah. individual that yeah. and a fascinating guy to be around. Like he's just he's one of the most charismatic, charming people you'll yep. ever come across. Yep. If you ever wonder what how he's as successful as he is, if you ever meet him, you go, oh, I get it. Now I get it. Speaking of charming and charismatic, Gabe Kuhn Show. Hey! Gabe Kuhn from the Gabe Kuhn Show will join us next. We'll ask him about, uh, we can ask him about the AutoZone Liberty Bowl or the Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. We can obviously ask him about John Morant and the Grizzlies and this uh, this little Tigers team that's number 23 in the country and they're Take big that. win over Virginia. It's uh, Gabe Kuhn joining us next here Love on it. 92.9 FME. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Leaders Credit Union Studios. Let Leaders Credit Union champion your financial story at leaderscu.com slash ESPN. 92.9 FM, ESPN. Today, Ingram Hills, J.R. Moore, along with producer Brad Carson in studio. It's one thirty-two. The wonderful sounds of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. We welcome onto the show the host, the Gabe Kuhn Show, weekdays, 4 to 7, 92.9 FM ESPN, ladies and gentlemen. The last time that all three of us spoke together in one room and on a telephone was when, Gabe, you were being introduced as the new host on 92.9 for the afternoon show. How are you, my friend? 
Did I lose Gabe already? I hit Into the, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, I figured I'd make it a holiday spirit because I won't rat yeah. you out in what you're doing. I know you're uh, running errands. Oh, no, you can rat me out. You can rat me out. I had a nice little uh, lunch over here um, at uh, Owen Brennan's, and now once I get off the phone with you, I'm going to... Uh, Head into Lululemon to do some uh, some nice holiday shopping. Dig that. I like waiting until the 20th yeah. to start. Wow. wow. Yeah, so you're really <laughs> on top of it. Hey, hold up. Hold up, Steve. We have, let me set the record straight here. This is not the start. Mm-hmm. This is some last-minute last shopping. I have to get Additionals. into Lululemon. By that's, these, that's also what you say publicly on the radio. That's it. Yes, but... Buy, yeah, buy these $135, these $135 uh, sweatpants. It's fantastic. Do you really need the $135 spanks, though? Like, According is, to is, my is wife, it? you do. God. I'll say this, I'll say this Brad. I uh, I mean, this is going to be a shameless, shameless plug for Please. Little Women. This is not what I expected to talk about off the top of my head. We'll but, get to your Christmas um, party luncheon shortly. I have some I have some uh, Lululemon uh, dress pants, couple of pairs, and some sweatpants. They uh, I'm not saying they're worth 135, but they are fantastic. They they, they you know where they I are, get my uh, pants from? Oxbow. Where? Oxbow. Oh, that's a good. Of course. What's that's that promo code? Game? As well. Tell us the promo code oh, at Oxbow. The game, the game show, all caps, no spaces. You. When Thank you go you. to shopboxbow.com. Yeah, we need to be plugging them. That's where I'll be doing my shots. Actually, I still have to shop there. Uh, real quick, so that JR and I can live vicariously through you, how was the 92.9 FM ESPN Odyssey uh, Christmas party slash holiday party um, at uh, at Owen Brennan's? It was phenomenal. I, uh, it was a little three-course cor- three meal. Um, I do have some leftovers if you want me to bring them to you um, in studio. Uh, no, we're but good. I, uh, we're good. I had, Nice, nice Caesar salad. Uh, then got a, a little uh, Southern Philly cheese steak, and then uh, finished with the old creme brulee. It was uh, it was phenomenal. I and, any play. notable personality action at the event? I mean, did anybody get up and speak? Was oh. there a, uh, any pronouncements? Oh, like, uh, oh, our our man Dan Barron got up and, and spoke. But okay. we, 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 it's all we have over there is personalities. Yeah. It's, and honestly, all we have is personalities. Oh yeah, it's a it's a lot of personality. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get to last night, Gabe. You're going to talk about it on your show this afternoon at four four to seven on ninety two nine FM ESPN. We'll have uh, the next Grizzlies game tomorrow night, so you get out of here early. That's one of the benefits of the afternoon show is uh, he gets a short show when the Grizzlies play tomorrow. That is night. nice. Uh, just we'll start with the Grizzlies and John Morant's performance. It, uh, it you know it's been an interesting day talking about this because. It took everything we got and John Morant to win that game, yep. and I didn't necessarily think we'd see that kind of a John Morant performance. I thought it would be more of a we're either pulling away or we're going to lose the game, and you know what? A, I, it was just such a surprise in that fourth quarter when they made the comeback, and then to see Ja make that shot. I'm sure you were as excited as Jr. and I were to see that shot go in at the end in the lane. It was it was nuts. I mean, I, like I I put this out on uh, the artist formerly known as Twitter last night. Hollywood doesn't write scripts that well. I mean, quite frankly, I, I I saw that fourth quarter and what Ja was doing, and I you know you forget almost how damn good he is around the rim and what he's able to do in finishing in the lane over seven footers and everybody else, and then that final shot. I, I just I, I still sort of riding the high in this city because also like on top of everything else, we had the the Tigers win by twenty three. We had the uh, uh, what everybody wants with the uh, stadium sort of happened there with Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium transferring over from uh, the city of Memphis's hands to uh, the University of Memphis. Um, but, you know, uh, to cap it all off with 
John Morant leading to a uh, a win in the final second at the buzzer when the Grizzlies have had a tough go of it. Um, this is only their seventh win of the season. They're now one and zero with John Morant. It's just unbelievable. Um, and honestly, I, I I shouldn't be as surprised as I am because we've seen what John Morant's capable of. But still, just just seeing it in live action, first game back on the road to go win a game that you wouldn't have won without John, it was it was a sight to behold. And I and I I you know I, I don't have enough things uh, good things to say about it. It was unbelievable. You do forget about it. I, I mean, as disastrous as the season has been, it's not like one of those things where, like, it's before where he's been hurt and the team has not only treaded water when he's been hurt, they've been pretty good without him. And so, you, yes, you know he's good, but, like, the team is surviving without him. And they're not surviving well without him right now. And even going back to last season, they end last season losing by, like, 40 points to the Lakers, and that's even with John. You're like, oh, this is just gross and you just forget, yeah. you get out of the habit of seeing how good he is uh, on a regular basis. And man, it it really did, it just changes your entire outlook on like, oh, we can have fun basketball <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Oh, well, exactly. Well, and, 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 and here's the thing, I, I, I just can't, I, I, I want to drive this home to people because this is my thought process on the season, the rest of the season with John Moran. I... Everybody talks about playing and wanting to play postseason basketball and, you know, um, being able to see them in those premier matchups, get them more experience in the playoffs. I, I'm i so much uh, – being that they started 6-19, and 19, I'm not as interested in that. I, I'm interested in what we saw last night. Just have some yeah, swagger, yeah. have some fun, have the smiles on the faces. Uh, mob jaw when he has his uh, post-game presser on the sideline. I want to see those things again. I'm, I'm, I'm less – interested in any type of plan, playoff conversation, more interested in what does this team look like? How does this team feel? What's their psyche the rest of the year? That, that's the part of me, you know, that's, that's really what I'm paying attention to, um, just considering I think they've dug themselves this hole, and, and I don't really think it's going to be the easiest thing to get out of it. Um, and I, I think ultimately they're going to have to win, what, 60% of their games? maybe even more to, to sort of pace their way into the play-in with where yes. they're at right now. So I just I, I was just happy to see what I wanted to see last night. I was happy to see that team having fun, winning a ball game, enjoying themselves again. It was great seeing them have fun. It was great to, like, it was great to be in a fourth quarter and it was competitive. Like, oh, we have a chance in the fourth yeah. quarter. And I feel like we have, there has been a lot of fourth quarters where you're like, why am I even watching the fourth quarter? I forgot this is because right. I've been watching um, the 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 pre jaw Grizzlies all season. I forgot that NBA games had runs in them at some point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, right. like right. I'm I'm not even joking. Like I'm watching the game and I'm pissed off because I'm like, man, the Grizzlies are down twenty. You know, I'm like, oh, that's right, runs happen for us too. Where right. we like come back and then this guy who runs the point guard who's like freaking amazing comes out and you know drives the lane. It's like. I was I had forgotten a lot of stuff. Yeah, you, you know really what I mean? do. It's just fun. I, I can't wait to have a, the rest of the season with like they're still they have a chance to win in the fourth quarter and there's fun basketball. And to they're watch. down ten and they still can make. And a run still, I'll say I'll, I'll, I'll say this, guys. I hope they don't get down by twenty two. No, um, twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen, brother. Insane yeah. comeback and have to have John do that at the buzzer. <laughs> I, I hope that's not. not the case every yeah. night. But I'll say this: it'll be fun if it is. Right? That's yeah. true. Amen. Win those ball games. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch him uh, continue to get those buzzer beaters. I did find 
one of the stats that's insane is I think that in the in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go to tie or, or go ahead, uh, you know, in the NBA, um, Steph Curry leads the league with four shots to tie or go ahead. John Morant, and that's in, in 24 games. John Morant in one game has three. <laughs> John Morant in one game has three. That's just nuts. That's it's nuts. absolutely insane. That's nuts. No, and it's what we've come to expect. We're totally spoiled. And trust me, we deserve it after those 25 games. Like, I think it's a fair trade-off at this point I agree. to have that be the result last night. Gabe Coon's on with us from the Gabe Coon Show. And you can hear him. Uh, his show's at 4 o'clock on 92.9 FM ESPN. Quickly switch over to what is clearly the uh, the A2 story, both A2, A1 stories, which is the, the Tigers and the revelation that is this basketball team really just destroying Virginia. If you look at the margin, for them to do over 20 on a team, that could have been 30 or 40 if it wasn't a pace team that they were playing. Just were you surprised to see the result? And, uh, and it might be a young Virginia team, but it's still a number 22-ranked Virginia team in your place, Gabe. Hey, and JR, can we laugh at, at Brad for a second? The A2A1 story, he's, he's speaking this thing like a program director. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that door. He sounds just, he sounds just like a program No, there's 100% director. true. I'm sorry. That, Who let that, that door go on? That is something. Um, but, no, uh, that was phenomenal. And this team is just pacing. If I told you they're going to be 9-2 and two with four top 25 wins in their first 11, people would have looked at me nuts. Sign me up. They said, you're crazy. Yep. Are they, are, is this team going to mesh? That was the question. Uh, what are they going to do with their pecking order? Are all these guys who were, you know, uh, sort of leading scorers, leading shot getters at their former schools, were they going to be able to sacrifice a few shots? They've done that. Uh, David Jones is phenomenal. Um, I had somebody uh, sort of ask out there, what do you think about him and Naismith Player of the Year conversations? I don't know if the stats are going to be there. I think the Zach Eady uh, conversation is going to be uh, looming large by the end of the year. He has 24 points and 10 rebounds on the number one team in the country. He won it last year. We've seen a lot of back-to-backs as far as Player of the Year is concerned. But David Jones certainly is going to be in the All-American discussion. Um, And I, I do think he has Naismith Player of the Year caliber um, impact on the game. There's no question about it. But to see that game yesterday at home, you, you talk about the pace of Virginia. They're dead last in the country. They always are. They play hard-nosed defense. And to see Memphis just get in their face, hound them with all that on-ball pressure, you could tell, even when they cut that game to uh, you know two or three points, you could tell they were always uncomfortable. And you could tell they were always trying to fight back and find different adjustments. And it just, it never quite, uh, it never quite got to where they needed the game to be. And that slowed down playing the half court game. This Tiger team, it feels like anybody they play, um, with the on ball pressure they bring, with the turnovers they generate, they can get anyone into their element, if that makes sense. They can make anyone play at their pace. And if you can dictate pace in college basketball, you know, nine times out of ten, you're going to go win that ball game. So I, I thought that was the most impressive thing. And Penny Hardaway clearly drew up a game plan that uh, exploited Virginia's weaknesses. And, you know, there's been a lot of discussions about Penny Hardaway and his X's and O's, his uh, on-court coaching. I thought last night was an absolute master class, um, and he deserves a lot of credit for it. 100% agree with you on that. I, th- I th- These guys are so talented that him – getting them to buy in defensively. When they guard like that, they can speed anybody up and get them to play at their pace. It doesn't. And 
I, and they get easy buckets. And when you start getting easy buckets, then all suddenly a lot of times your threes start falling. And I thought I, I'm in total agreement with you that he did an amazing yeah. job putting together a game plan for that and getting those guys to buy in and mesh together. Yeah, and, and 27 points on turnovers yeah. against uh, Virginia. Who doesn't it, turn the ball ridiculous. over. Yeah. Yes. I heard you guys say the stat. Maybe you can recite it. But 17 turnovers, 27 points off those turnovers. No one, even in the ACC, does that to Virginia. No, they haven't, no. Tur- they haven't had 18 turnovers in the game since 2020. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That'll do. That'll do. They're not this, playing this chunks tiger. either. Yeah. yeah. I don't think this, there's – This Tiger I, team at this – I mean, listen to, listen to these stats, though. I don't think there's – I don't. I want to be careful here because I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. But they are adding – I mean, we're adding uh, Naquan Tomlin in, in like two weeks. Yep. You know, so yep. I, I don't want to overstate it, but when you put Tomlin in the mix, it'd be hard pressed for me to try to figure out who the top ten is besides Memphis. In the, I mean, I think there are ten better teams, but I think that we're in the we're in the teens. Sure. I mean, I I think well, they're, they're, this team they're, they're, is different. There sure as hell ain't twenty five teams better than this. No. There sure as hell ain't twenty two teams. Better than this team, and it's just amazing that the AP poll did what they did for so long. Um, but I, I, here's the thing that the Tigers are doing, and that Penny is doing: they're leaving no doubt. They're making themselves undeniable at this point. And, and now, just looking ahead at the schedule, like I, I saw John Rothstein put this out, and maybe this is overstated, but he said, uh, you know, looking at the rest of the schedule, when when do you project their next loss? Maybe FAU, two of the last four games maybe. of the year, maybe. I mean, they, even even against FAU, I think they have decent matchups. They can go beat that team. Yeah. I mean, last yeah. year with a with a less talented team, yeah, you had Kendrick Davis and DeAndre Williams at the top making things happen for you, but they were a timeout call away from being able to go win that game against a team that ultimately went to the Final Four. So mm-hmm. I, I want somebody to tell me the, when you project their next loss. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Said they could win out the rest of the year. Yeah. I, I think that's a little much. You have bad games. You know, some some guys. You know, David Jones may not be able to do this every single night, although he'll do it most nights. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's, it's you know, John Rothstein said, I, I could see them winning out, and I, I, <laughs> I know that that sounds mm-hmm. ridiculous at the moment, but if we look up here in 10, 10 to 15 games and they haven't lost anything, who's going to deny the rest of the way being, uh, being perfect? I think we're all a little prison in the moment here. I will say something that Jeff Goodman said yesterday rings true with me, and I think it's always the back of my mind, and it's important, and that is you have to avoid the bad loss, and that's why yep. the last few minutes of that VCU game are some of the most important of the year. If you can hold, you know, presuming you beat Vanderbilt and then you run through this conference and then you just have the challenges with FAU – you just have to avoid those bad losses. Parrish used to say that all the time. He's like, you know, half of it is get some quad one wins, which mm-hmm. we've done, and then ride the wave, especially when you're in a crap conference. No quad four and, losses. Yeah, you just got to avoid that weird-ass you know, Tuesday night against Tulane game, you know, especially because this is not a, a good Tulane team in your league. Your league blows, except yeah. for uh, presumably, I you guess, FAU. you go to North Texas or something, then you right. can't lose that game. You got to hang on to those. So, Gabe, uh, I know you're going to talk all about it at four. What do you have planned for it? Uh, I know you, you and Connor have a big afternoon show. What do you have planned for this afternoon, my friend? Oh, uh, we have we have a lot of positivity planned, oh, believe good. it or not. I think last night was the the sports night of the year, and I know we're wrapping it up here. I'm glad we get to go into the uh, the new calendar year. Uh, going to 2024, having this uh, having this be sort of uh, yeah. a high point. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about John Morant. We're going to talk about the Grizzlies, the Tigers. 
the the stadium plans and the renovations that are going to be done. Also, I don't know if you know about this, and I don't know if you've discussed it, Brad. It is early signing day. It is early. I actually day for that football. was going to be my tease for the the final segment we've got hey before now. we got to get out of here. Keonde uh, Henry, this kid from Keonde Dallas. Henry, yeah, apparently the stud the y'all signed at receiver. Recruit. Yeah, I, I was going to ask top, about that. Top five recruit yeah. in school history. Woo! So yeah, um, Ryan's doing a heck of a job. Uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of positivity. I'll have Ty Richardson on at six. Hey, I like I know Ty you Richardson. Like Ty from ESPN yeah. Arkansas. We'll talk some college football playoff some transfer portal and everything else. Excellent. It'll be a great show starting at four. Well, I booked uh, Greg Anthony, so if you can uh, just get close to that, you know, um, <laughs> you will be doing good. I'm All kidding right. you, crap. Thanks, All right, dude. Brad. Sounds All right. good. All right, that is uh, the great Gabe Kuhn from the Gabe Kuhn Show this afternoon. I will ask you, uh, or I will tell you what the news is. We do have, he kind of, he blew my bit here, but Memphis just signed one of the biggest recruits they've ever signed in football. That's incredible. Yeah, so we'll tell you who it is next. Evan, Canty, and Michelle. Talk with you, Donis Haslam here. I think the first thing John needs to do when he steps on that basketball court is focus on leadership and bringing effort and energy and breathing life into those guys. When those guys step back on the floor, yeah, they're down, and yeah, it's going to take a little while, but I think you'll see things start to turn around if you start there first. Grant, get a hanging reverse jam. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Leaders Credit Union Studios. Let Leaders Credit Union champion your financial story at leaderscu.com slash ESPN, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Today, Ingram Hills, J.R. Moore, along with producer Brad Carson in studio. Shout out to Gabe Kuhn and all of our guests today, including TNT's Greg Anthony on the show, Parth from the Daily Memphian. I uh, appreciate all those guys coming on yeah, with us, buddy. JR. Good it's guest today. Really fun day. Pretty easy day, to be honest with you, because everybody's excited about the, the Tigers and their big win. Yeah, and let's do that again. John Moran, let's do it again on <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, it was, a, it was a fun show. I appreciate you hanging out with me this week, I'm man. glad to be here. So the news that uh, Gabe sort of alluded to uh, is Memphis football-related. Breaking news, four-star. This is the biggest recruit, really, in program history for Ryan Silverfield and really for the program when it comes to high school recruiting. Uh, four-star from uh, Dallas. His name is Keonde. Let me make sure I'm getting this right. Yeah, Keonde Henry. Henry. Four-star wide receiver. He's also played safety. Um, he's out of Dallas. So congratulations to Ryan Silverfield. Looks like they're in the top, right around the top 75 with overall recruiting in the transfer portal. Ryan's done a really good job here uh, because they've got this running back from South Carolina coming in, Mario yep. Anderson, uh, Trent Holler. They've got some linemen. So there are reinforcements coming. Um, and Ryan obviously getting ready for the uh, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, which is just um, a week and a half away. Hard Man, to believe. That's it's it's 20, hard to believe. The 29th is the game. Okay. So, I mean, I'm fired up. I think this is a nice revelation for um, for Memphis, but it's a hard game in this NIL world. Man, it's a way hard. I mean, the same way that he get that you get the South Carolina running back. Yeah. It, it, you know. And I'm assuming most of your NIL funds, maybe I'm, I shouldn't assume this, that, that, that that's where they're, that's the transfer portal. Sure. It's going to the transfers. Yeah, probably so. so uh, I know Jeffrey knows a lot about college football, so he might have some of that, but obviously more on the Tigers and the Grizzlies. Uh, just a fun day to be on the radio. <laughs> really is. After a Grizzlies win, their seventh of the year. So yeah. thanks again to our guests and to JR. Uh, stay tuned. Jeffrey Wright's coming in next. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 